What's up, people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. What is up? Um, so I wanted to come in and just basically get into it because I wanted to touch on a topic that it's probably a little bit out there and it's going to push some people into, um, or should I say, out of their comfort zone, uh, which I truly believe is so important. We have so many, you know, quotes and things, especially on social media, um, that are absolutely true. But all of this thing around stepping out of your comfort zone and being in your comfort zone, you know, you won't be able to grow and it doesn't grow you being inside. You got to step out and all of that kind of stuff. We know that. But how much do we dig into things that actually enable us to do that? Um, And I don't mean, you know, something once in a blue moon, or, you know, every so often, I mean, actually daily and consciously stepping out of that comfort zone in a measurable way. So this is going to be a measurable way. Um, I'm actually going to, you know, talk about some subjects, which I think is super important. And, you know, hopefully you will be empowered to apply some call to actions that are actually going to do some work deep inside of you and just, you know, kind of just turn those tables on the inside. I'm a massive fan of being vulnerable and being um, open and talking about things that um, are not always perfect and not always great. And if you're familiar with being, you know, um, listening to this podcast, you'll know that I, um, I'm very, very, uh, into my faith. I love God. I love Jesus. Um, and that often requires me to dig deep in a, uh, a, a really, really, really strong way. And it doesn't mean that if you don't, um, share the same faith as me that you can't dig deep. Of course, it doesn't mean that. But, uh, just saying that, you know, it's one of the reasons why, um, I share a lot of uh, my vulnerabilities and and things that I've failed at and things that are not quite clean or perfect. You know, some people are real perfectionists. I am, I'm not one of those people. (laughs) I will give you, you know, certain things that people might be like, oh, that's a bit much to share. But a long time ago, God said to me, I'm going to use where you don't think things are perfect. I'm going to use where, where looks broken to actually help people and to encourage them and all of that jazz. There are times when we have to share out of what we have um, overcome. And then there are times that we need to share what we are going through. And then there are times we need to share the thing we know that we need to deal with in order to empower us to deal with those things. So I kind of cross into all of those things. So I hope that this, you know, encourages you. And what I'm sharing is something that at this period of time, um, there's areas where I have overcome it and it feels great. And then there are things that I'm still working through. So uh, rest assured, take, you know, courage and comfort that anything that we do when we dig deep isn't about um, having it all figured out. It's about going on the process of life and life is a journey. 
and we've heard this before, the destination is the journey, right? So it's about what we learn along the way. It isn't always about what we get into. So I have some notes here as well. So I'm going to super be uh, looking at those as well. Um, so a lot of what we're talking about today is around the area of shame. Oh, shame, 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 shame. Who has ever felt shame in something and this could be you know something that you've gone through that you've done you know and you feel you felt quite ashamed of that thing you know or, or areas where people tell you to feel shame you should be ashamed of yourself you should be so ashamed of yourself um it's so interesting isn't it um you know what we will allow shame to rob from us you know shame shame tells you over and over again, that you should be small. Shame will tell you to be small. Shame will tell you to cower in a corner, be timid. And as somebody said to me recently, shame will um, will, will push you to live your life quietly. You know, there, there are so many people who listen to this podcast who are um, who know deep down that they're made for for something big. They're made to accomplish a massive vision. They've got hopes and dreams and all of these kinds of things. But a lot of the times they can be coward, um, cowarded by shame. They can have that shame, you know, put that weight on them and tell them that they're not good enough and that they can't do it. And because of what happened before, they cannot because they should be so ashamed of themselves. I'm going to hopefully, you know, if you, if you feel this deep in you, great, you know, but I don't want you to, we need to see life as fun and we need to, we go through stuff and no one can excuse trauma. That's some real stuff right there. No one can excuse trauma and the things that we've gone through. But listen, the more we can make things a game um, and not to take the mick out of it, but actually to approach it from a different angle perspective. I talk about that a lot. If we can pr pr uh, approach it from the, the, the place of perspective of this is... This is something that I get to do, I get to change, I get to play into, I get to grow in and see it as a fun thing. It's going to change how we come out the other side, right? So shame will, you know, put this weight on us and 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 feed us all these kinds of lies and often tell us that, you know, what we did or what we're doing or anything like that is unforgivable. Now, first of all, I do not agree with that. I don't agree that there's anything in life that's not forgivable. And I attribute a lot of that to my faith. I believe that I am forgiven for things that I have done wrong. And in turn, I can forgive. Now, does it excuse some of the stuff that people have gone through and the hardships? Hail to the now. It does not excuse. And, you know, at some point, I probably will share some of the things that I've gone through um, and some of those types of things that some people would say are, you know, inexcusable and should not be forgiven. And, you know, or some people have this mentality of, mentality of I forgive, but I don't forget. And the problem with that is that we can really take on this kind of um, flag of bitterness, you know, wave that flag from the rooftops, you know, oh, no, I've forgiven you, but I know, and I'm, I'm watching you out the side of my eyes, you know, and we're waving this big bitter flag, which is just attracting all sorts of sadness, illness, all sorts of things, you know, because it's a, it's a scientific fact. 
you un, you don't ha you don't forgive you have unforgiveness you have bitterness that takes a root inside of your your subconscious inside of your soul and then you feel sad about it and down and stressed and then your body starts to malfunction you get ill and all of these kinds of things they are facts um, that happen scientifically in us as human beings. And I believe we were created that way so that we could intentionally forgive. Now, let me tell you something. There are people that I have forgiven, but they are not in my life. Okay. And that's purposefully done because wisdom, I believe that I've, I've been given wisdom. You've been given wisdom to make powerful choices of who you should be around. But not only that, if you are aiming for a level. So when I decided I wanted to become a coach, when I saw that I had a gift of that, when I felt that, I got myself around coaches. I got myself around coaches. Why? Because they're going to teach me things. And sometimes the people who were in another in another phase or another place, they're not going to teach. It's the same thing that we want to be holding onto and making sure that we are around and in the environments that we are trying to um, to step into. If there's skills that we need to grow, we need to be around those people. But in saying that, there are still, you know, some atmospheres that you need to be in and be the change. It isn't that we run away from everything. Oh my gosh, you know, you're making me feel like you're saying blah, blah, blah. I'm not having nothing to do with you. I'm going to go and do this, da, 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 be a monk and hide. Um, monks don't hide, by the way. But I'm just saying, um, figure of speech. It isn't about trying to run away from everything. It's about making wise decisions into what is going to happen. Now, listen, if I wanted to live a monk life, I would go and be with the monks. If I wanted to do this, I'd go and do that. So it's the same process, the same principle, but back to shame. <laughs> so, you know, shame will have us feeling like, you know, it will rob us. And that's what, that's like the massive thing that it does. It robs us of where we can go and what we can do and how we should be feeling. And it will put these 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 blinders on us, this, this gauze over our eyes so that we're not able to see the truth of a situation. We're not able to, um, you know, st uh, step into a freedom in a situation. I remember feeling shame about um, a particular thing for so long and it was holding back what I was able to step into. I was ashamed at how I, how, how I chose to uh, react in a situation that I was scared to go into the next thing. Um, I have been in relationships and been cheated on many a time, many, many, many a time, right? And no doubt there's going to be people listening who have in encountered the same thing. And then you meet somebody and this could be something special, but you're afraid. You're afraid of what happened before. You know, we put up these defenses and shame will do that. It will have you trying to defend, defend, defend. Okay. And so we need to be super conscious is, you know, am I really feeling something like, you know, something true? Or is this shame trying to hide? And we've got, you know, shame, there's shame, there's guilt and regret. All of those kinds of things, you know, their regret and guilt are often masking themselves in shame. We can have a heart that's positioned in um, what is known as repentance. We can have a heart that's, that's seated in this thing of, wow, I made a mistake. I made a mistake, right? But shame, shame puts you in a position of, 
I am a mistake. I am an actual mistake. I should have never been born. I should not do this. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. And the, mo- the moment we're talking in I shouldn't, that's an, that's an issue. You know, we have to operate from a place of desire and what we would like, you know, what we want, but not what we have to, have to, have to. And shame will put that weight on you that tells you that you are a mistake. And I just want to let you know that you are not a mistake. You may have made mistakes in your life. Uh, Everybody has made mistakes. Anybody who hasn't and anybody who is saying that they they haven't, then you need to move away from those people. That's who you can start with. But you are not a mistake. You may have made mistakes. And a lot of um, when we are, I am a mistake, I am a mistake, we can operate from a place of uh, blame and self-sabotage. And so I want to just take you on a journey of something that had happened to me. I was in a situation and I realized that there was a, a, a cycle that was going on with the way I would react in certain in a certain situation. And, you know, although I had points that were absolutely correct, uh, because I couldn't articulate those points, instantly I took on a whole bunch of weight that wasn't mine to take on. And I began to blame myself for everything that was happening. Everything that was going wrong was my fault. And I would, um, you know, I've been known to set real high expectations. Now there's nothing wrong with high expectations. They're good, right? But high expectations, when they become kind of um, sabotaging, is when we set the bar so high that we can't even reach it ourselves, And then we expect others to reach those bars that we can't reach. And what I would do is go into this cycle of bullying and punishing myself. And it was like, what the heck is this? You know, but in the moment when I was inside of it, because, you know, the shame of it was putting the blinders on, I couldn't see the thing. I couldn't see my way out. And it wasn't until my own coach, uh, James Williams, High Performance Habits, he said to me, you know, who told you, who taught you that you had to have to push and bully yourself into your high expectations? And it was so interesting because when he he wrote it down in a message, it was, the word bully was in capitals. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I went on this journey of history and my past and almost to the first ever memory of being bullied. And originally the people weren't set out to bully me. They were bullying somebody and I decided to stick up for them because I'm all about that justice, right? I want to see people um, people be treated right. And so that's a good trait. But how many people know that when you do good things and something happens, there's a trauma that can be attached to it. And then you can think, oh, it's wrong. It's wrong. And I went through three primary schools, depending on where you're based, three kindergarten schools. And then I went to uh, one high school, one secondary school um, and, and, and college. And all throughout that, I was bullied the whole time throughout 
every single place I was bullied, every single year I was bullied and I would fight for the good cause. I would even stay away from the fights, the physical fights themselves and try and calm down a situation. And I'd be poked and poked and poked until I would lose it. And then I would have all the blame that it was my fault. And so subconsciously, I was going around with this thing of, no, it's my fault when these things happen. It's my fault. I'm the, I'm the one to blame. I'm the culprit. And I would have to, I would be taking on the shame of that and then I would be bullying myself. Okay, look at the, you know, that that line, look at the chain of, of, of uh, reactions and, and actions that have taken place through that. And I would challenge you to look at when you're in a situation or when you're in something where you know, you know, a lot of people suffer with depression. Let's just take that as an instant. And some of that is absolutely real. But sometimes I realise that on the account of myself bullying, it would put me in a depression oppressive state. So when I was bullying myself, the next thing that would come along was depression. And I would ab agree with it, first of all, because in order to feel something and that to manifest, you have to agree with it. And I would be in agreement with that. And then I wouldn't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I'll cancel stuff. I wouldn't want to show up. All of that kind of stuff. So I would challenge you to look deep. What's the cycle that you might be in when a negative situation comes around? What is that thing? Where, where does that shame come from? Who taught you that thing? Sometimes we really need to be conscious of taking on what we feel. Like, listen, feelings are great. They indicate stuff. Yeah, but they're terrible masters. They're terrible masters. They're good servants. They will show us, you know, certain things that need to be dealt with. They're there to indicate, but they're not there to instigate. They're not there to shove us into the hole. We have an opportunity now to look at the feelings that we have and ask ourselves, where does this come from? I know that we're real, real deep today. And, um, this is all about, you know, we want to be creative. We want to be all of these, these amazing things. But what is the point if we are not digging deep and we're not showing up, you know, as our best selves? And, and the first point of that is to work within ourselves. We want to change our, ourselves in order to change the world that we live in, right? So I would challenge you to really look in if there are areas where you know that you're holding on to shame in an area, you know, to break that. To, de to deny it, to, to choose, to disagree with it, to tell it no, put your finger up, wave your hand in its face, shut it down, pray about it, do something, get away from it. Um, somebody said this, and again, depending on what you believe, but I felt like this is paramount. Shame is a trap. It is a secret bond between you and hell. Now, you can liken hell to um, walking into depression. You can liken hell to, you know, um, being in a state where you can't do anything. You can liken it to the actual physicality of it. You, it's literally hell. Like, it's horrible. It's it's this secret bond that you have between, between uh, um, yourself and the thing that you're battling with. So if you are somebody who has negative thoughts a lot of the time, you get into depressive states, whatever it is, there's a bond that can be created through yourself and that because of shame. But remember that your feelings are there to help you to unravel and to uncover. And when you get into those things, those feelings of the cycle and the stuff that you go through, ask yourself that question. 
Where did I learn that? What is the first memory of that? Where did this come from? We're carrying um, experiences that we've had, encounters as, as children. We're carrying our parents and generations of things on the inside of us. It isn't that you're, you're just born and it's just that, you know? So a lot of the times we've learned a habit. We've learned a way to think. We have been forced into a position to think in a certain way. So give yourself some grace. When you're going through something, when you're in a situation, give yourself grace to understand what what your feelings, what your heart is really trying to tell you, you know, because often it's so that you can be a better person to carry the purpose that you have. You have a purpose. You're here for a reason. And, you know, when I was going through that last thing that I went through, when it came to the bullying, I was in the middle of several launches. There were things happening. A program was launching. I was, um, you know, finishing up a good couple of projects. I was choreographing a show. There was some great stuff happening. And a lot of the time we can think, oh my gosh, just when everything's going bad, now all of this is happening, I quit. And even though for about two hours I was ready to throw in the towel, when I sat there and I asked myself those questions, I had this revelation as well of this is this is an opportunity for me to climb higher. The only reason why this is happening in amongst all of these great stuff that great things that are going on in my life is to call me higher so that there is more space for me to encounter blessings like come on, it's an amazing thing. You know, I've got my best friend, she is hilarious. When I go through some of these things and I'll be like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? She'll do this really annoying laugh that is just absolutely beautiful. But in those moments, you're like, why are you laughing and smiling at this? And why are you telling me that this is great? And she will constantly encourage me that it's because you're climbing higher. It's because you're climbing higher. There's space for you to climb higher. Now that you know that this is there, you can clear the debris, you can clear the nonsense, and you can make space for more. So I want to encourage you. What do you need to make space for in your life? What do you need to separate that shame and get that out of your life? Because this is your time and you can do it and you are made for greatness and purpose. So if this blessed you, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your takeaways. This is a little bit deeper than what we normally do and where we normally go and there'll definitely be more of it. But I'd love to hear your takeaways. You can email me at contact at iempowerment.com co.uk that's contact with an i empowerment at i m p o w e r m e n t dot co.uk i'd love to hear what your takeaways are and just what you've been going through any way we can support you you know that we're down have an amazing day and know that you are built for greatness speak soon Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.